Make way for Rabia, because it's time for What the F***. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to What the F***, episode 2. People should be nice to each other, to be considerate of each other's feelings, complexes, trauma, and sensitivities. Of course, I understand and encourage all of this. In a world that happens to be mostly inhabited by, I don't know how else to say it, by assholes, the injunction to be attentive and to be mindful of our words, of the impact they could have on others, of the pain they can potentially cause is a matter to be taken seriously. Once again, I of course understand and encourage such a noble educational project. But here's the thing. In ancient Greece, it was well known that the only objectively good quality was balance. Think about it this way. Even the qualities that are generally considered to be good can easily become bad when they're thrown out of balance. For example, courage is a good thing, right? Too little courage makes you a coward, but also too much courage quickly turns into foolishness. Generosity is a good thing too. Too little of it makes you stingy, but also too much generosity becomes some sort of stupid profligacy. And you know what? Even water, the single most important thing to any living organism, even water can become poisonous when your intake is excessive. Drink more water than your kidneys can flush out, and the next thing you know, you're fighting for your life in a hospital bed. And if you don't have insurance or enough cash on you, in Lebanon, they'll let you die at the door. So, to go back to our subject, could there be such a thing as trying to be too nice, overdoing it in a way that it actually turns into something deeply problematic? counterproductive, maybe even tyrannical? The ancient Greek in me is afraid the answer is yes. I was on Twitter the other day and some guy was complaining about being OCD over something at his workplace. And then some other person reacted by telling the guy he should not use the term OCD lightly because it is insensitive to people who suffer from actual OCD meaning people who are clinically diagnosed with obsessive-compulsive disorder. The guy then tweeted an apology, claiming he was genuinely sorry for having unintentionally hurt anyone's feelings, and that if anything, this experience has taught him so much, and that mistakes are part of growth, blah blah blah. So when I first read all of this, my initial reaction was, oh wow, what a nice, gentle and considerate thing. But then a couple of seconds later, my second reaction was, what the f*** is wrong with you guys? First of all, our use of language is far more complex and far more interesting than its strict literality. The richness of language is a gift, because without metaphors, allegories, hyperboles, personifications, we would not have poetry, theater, literature, songs, or any type of art. In fact, without the myriad of beautiful figures of speech available to us, we would not even be able to express our emotions, our passions, our anger, and our love. In other words, 
When language gets policed to a point where it is only allowed to be literal, it dies. And so does our humanity. But most importantly, and because I was talking about balance earlier, the real question is, who gets to set the limit of what is permissible, of what is acceptable and what isn't? And I'm really, really not being a gratuitous hashtag hater, hashtag okay boomer here. I'm really not. I'm simply trying to follow the logic of that problematic incident and see how far we can go. So let's see. Should we stop using the adjective paranoid? Because this could be triggering to people who suffer from actual clinical paranoia? Should we stop using the expression blinded by love? Because this could be insensitive toward real blind people? Should we stop describing the traffic noise as deafening because this could potentially hurt a person with hearing loss? Should we refrain from expressing shock by saying we're speechless because someone suffering from mutism might get offended? Or that we're paralyzed by fear because there are paraplegic people out there who might not take it too well? Should we never personify the weather as schizophrenic or describe it as depressing? So you tell me whether this is the right thing to do or whether it's something worth at least some reflection. But most importantly, you tell me who gets to set those boundaries, who gets to establish the balance and who gets to decide where the acceptable starts and where the unacceptable begins. You tell me because I frankly don't know. A quick true story before I end this. In my early 20s, I used to be in a band with a musician who suffered from obsessive-compulsive disorder. I can't tell you how many times we were late to a concert because it was almost impossible to get him out of the house. He had to count the number of steps in the staircase, he had to be mindful of where he positioned his feet, and of so many details that seemed insignificant to us, but were earth-shattering to him. And you know what? This old friend's only way out of his nightmare was the fact that we never made him feel like he was different. He was just one of the guys. He had his own thing and we all laughed about it. He even laughed at himself. He laughed at us for other strange characteristics we had. And life went on. And I promise you, the least of that guy's problems was that there were random people out there using the term OCD lightly. So my advice to you, dear well-meaning person, is that if you truly, truly wish to make the world a better place, get off social media and step outside in the real world where there's never a shortage of people who could use some real help. And of course we should be kind to each other. Of course we should be mindful of what we say because words can hurt and that's a fact. But also, Stop apologizing all the time. Nobody's perfect. And sometimes it's okay. And the excessive policing of language really doesn't seem like a reliable solution. And finally, please leave metaphors, allegories, hyperboles and personifications alone. Because in this tragic year on this tragic planet, poetry is one of the very few remaining things keeping us alive. was what the f with Rabia. <laughs> you can't say this happy.